Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Down the block. Continuing with Buzz Rothfield's top 50 players heading into 2021 today. We did 50 down to 25 earlier today. We're going to do now 24 to number one. And just a reminder, tomorrow morning we will have our season, pre, sorry, our round one preview, all the games and our predictions for how they're going to go. We're also going to have the top 50 players as voted by the readers of The Telegraph, so people that posted on this article. And the thing that I find really interesting is that under each player, you've there's three tabs. There's underrated, overrated, or, you know, you, you were agree with this spot. So I'll go through all of those. I think it'll be a really interesting way to dive into this season. But Buzz Rossfield, we're up to his person. He had 24, the 24th best player in our game. It was a South Sydney Rabbitohs hooker, Damian Cook. Uh, been very impressive the last few years. Obviously unwanted by Canterbury a couple of years ago. Went through the Illawarra system as well. Unwanted there. Uh, Cookie is now the Australian hooker. I don't think he will be for much longer. Um, I think that these new rules, you know, I, I expected Damian Cook to absolutely explode last year and in the back end he did. I think this year it's going to be really interesting. Obviously now uh, Cameron Smith's retired. Uh, Harry Grant has emerged. So you've sort of seen Damien Cook. He's been the second best hooker for the last few years, uh, but he's been the Australian hooker. All of a sudden now, Smith's gone. You would think Cook would get elevated to hooker, but as I told you for the last few years, this Harry Grant, he's not messing around. And a lot of people, including myself, already have Harry Grant as the best hooker. And next year, there's going to be an Australian jersey up for grabs. And for the first time since the 90s, you know, or the early 2000s, we're seeing the Australian number nine jersey up for grabs, and it'll be Damien Cook and Harry Grant going head-to-head for it. Really excited for Damien Cook this year. Under these new rules with the preseason behind him, could be anything. Number 23 is the best winger in the game for me, Josh Adokar. Buzz had him as 23. Uh, hard to push back on this one. Big fan of him. I think he was... I think he was number 12 in Buzz's uh, rankings last year, and I thought he was unbelievable in State of Origin last season. A premier winger in our game, I would definitely have him this high. Kalen Ponga, 22. I would have had KP a little bit higher. Uh, We need to see him perform on the big stages, but I mean... 
Jeez, I, I thought whenever he's played Origin, he's been sensational. Uh, I think this is a Knights team that they're really looking for someone to stand up, and they really need Piercy to stand up. They need KP to follow him when it comes to big games. And when you talk about looking at guys' potential in the future as well, which is what Buzz has spoken about here, I thought KP would have been much higher than this. He's going to be a superstar, no doubt about it. 21, Tom Javojevic. If you're going just off talent, you would definitely have him higher, but... The reality is he's not on the field enough. He is becoming starting to fall into the liability category, unfortunately, Tom Trevojevic, as hard as that is to say. I, I think the Whisperer said that the other day, and, you know, I sort of heard it and got my back up and went, what are you talking about? But then, you know, the more I think about it, you know, the liability tag, it's not that far off Tommy Turbo at the moment. He needs to stay on the field, and he will rocket up these spots. Okay, number 20, Dally Cherry Evans. Uh, I think he was 26 last year. He's come into 20. I think Origin did absolute wonders for DCA. I think he's a better footballer when Tom Trevojevic is on the field, but a definite leader. There's not many quality sevens in this game, and he is definitely one of them in a pretty shallow position. 19, another halfback, Jerome Hughes. Love the X factor he brings. I think that if he wasn't in the Melbourne Storm side, it might be a little bit of a different story as far as him being a ball player, but he is in the Melbourne system. He will be staying there for another couple of years, so Jerome Hughes, he will continue to be in the top 20 players in our game. Number 18, David Fafita from the Gold Coast Titans, obviously arriving from Brisbane. Uh, this guy's just got X-Factor that no one can compete with as a forward. And the reality is with Fafita, I don't think he's been used properly yet either. I've said that a number of times. I don't think the halves up at Brisbane had any idea how to use this fella. Hopefully, Fogarty and Ash Taylor and Holbrook can get the very best out of this guy because he's a guy that could rocket into the top 10. 17, Jesse Bromwich, fantastic to see him this high. I like how many forwards Buzz has got up here. Hopefully there's more as we get into the top 10. Uh, Jesse Bromwich has just been Mr. Consistent down there in Melbourne for so long. I heard Brandon Smith talking to Finchie the other day, saying just how Jesse Bromwich, he is the alpha in that room. And, you know, when you're talking a Sofa Solomona, Brandon Smith, you know, all, all these guys in that forward pack, Jesse Bromwich, the old battler, he just keeps on keeping on. Absolutely love Jesse Bromwich. Well-deserved spot up here. Especially in the age of these real explosive forwards, a guy that just never gets it wrong is really important in your side. 16, Luke Keery. Uh, I think he's won what, three premierships in seven years or six years or something like that. An unbelievable footballer. Concussions are probably pushing down here a little bit. Um, when he is able to play long stretches, he is unbelievable, Luke Keery. I'm a huge fan of him. There's not many halves I'd rather have in the back end. And the thing I love about Keery is that he's able to own the big moments. We saw 2018, he was the Clive Churchill medalist. He was fantastic against Melbourne that night. Uh, Through an intercept, I believe. But outside of that, uh, it was a pretty lucky intercept for Josh Adokar, to be honest with you. Outside of that, he was unbelievable. 2019, he gets out a dummy half off a of Boyd Cord and a quick play the ball and wins the premiership for the Roosters, playing eyes up footy. Big fan of Luke here. He loved what he does. 15, Jason Taumalolo. Interesting to see him down here at 15. I thought he would have been a little bit higher. Very interesting. Uh, a guy that I've said for a long time, he is the best meters man in rugby league. I don't believe he's the best 13. I think you will start to see his role change a little bit over the next few years, especially with Todd Payton walking into that system. An interesting watch for Jason Taumalolo. 14, Cameron Murray. The lock position is more important than ever. Absolutely love this guy. Um, the he, He's so crucial to what South Sydney do. The way that he gets on the front foot for the South Sydney Rabbitohs is so important. You saw whenever they moved him out of lock forward, they were in serious trouble last year. Uh, I've been saying for a long time, anybody telling me that Jai Arrow should be the third and you're not watching rugby league. You're not seeing how the game's being played. You're looking at 
starting teams for rep side. You're looking at stats. Cameron Murray, he is one of the best 13s in the game. He's the second best 13 in the game for me behind Victor Radley. I can't believe Buzz had him this low, but Cam Murray definitely deserves his spot there. 13, Viliami Kikau. Uh, one of the most destructive guys. I wouldn't have had him in my top 15. No way. Uh, he doesn't have enough impact on games to me. You have to bring him into the game. Uh, I think if he had a halfback and a 5'8", that were a little bit more mature and were able to be a little bit more organized with him, I think he could be a lot more destructive. But uh, this guy, he just needs to bring himself into games of footy. He doesn't do it at the moment. I had him in my super coach uh, draft team last year. And so I watched a lot of him. I watched every second of play during the year. And for his size and what he can do, he needs to be more involved in the game. He needs to be more hungry. I wouldn't have had him in my top 15. Number 12, Clint Gutherson. I think this is fair. Uh, for me, Gutho, I don't think he's uh, one of the real high-end fullbacks. He's probably the very top of tier two, which is still saying saying that that, that top caliber of fullbacks when we're talking Tedesco, Pappenhausen, these sort of guys, they are incredibly uh, talented. I think Gutho lacks a little bit of the talent, but it's the effort areas that you cannot question Gutho. He was brilliant last year, but he needs to become a winner. And that's my worry with Gutho. I'm not sure if we've seen his peak yet. If, if the Parramatta Eels are to win a premiership, he needs to become a genuine winner. He needs to be able to own the big stages. Uh, interesting few years for Gutho coming up. Obviously a very popular guy. People love him, so they should. He's a champion fella. But I want to see a little bit more from him in the big stages. Number 11, Roger Tuavasa-Shek. Um, an interesting one, obviously leaving at the end of this year. Uh, last year, I still thought it was his. Uh, I thought it was his worst year uh, that he's had so far. He was just quiet. I think it says three try assists, eight line breaks. I mean, he used to do that in a month. Roger Tuivasa Sheck. So interesting to see him so high on this list. I know he's got that huge potential, but based off what we saw last year and that he's not going to be in our game next year, I thought this one was interesting. Uh, but right now, I mean, if you were to tell me Roger's the eleventh best player in the comp, I mean, it would be hard to argue with. These lists are very hard to do. Okay. So top 10, here we go. At number 10, we've got Cody Walker, South Sydney Rabbitohs. Wouldn't push back on this at all. Could even say he should be higher. Uh, the impact he had for the Rabbitohs last year was incredible. He's the best backyard footballer in our game right now. The instincts he has are like very few in rugby league. Big fan of Cody Walker. Definitely a top 10 player. Nine, my boy Harry Grant. Hard to argue with again here. I think he's the best hooker in the game. Uh, you can see Buzz has put him 20-odd spots in front or 10-odd spots in front of uh, Damian Cook. I think this is well-deserved. Scary thing about Harry Grant, I've been saying it for a while. You haven't seen him behind a good forward pack yet. You've only seen him in the most disruptive and dysfunctional system in the, in the NRL, in my opinion, the West Tigers. So arriving in Melbourne, good coach, good forward pack. I think this could be anything for Harry. Agree with this one. Number eight, Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, you got to remember at the start of the 2020 season, Pap had played six games as a starter for the Melbourne Storm, uh, burst onto the scene. He's now the 2020 the 2020 Clive Churchill medalist, won a grand final, uh, was incredible last year. Started off slow, but once he found his way into these new rules, he was unbelievable, Pappy. I think he'll make a lot of rep debuts in 2021. Well-deserved. Seven, an interesting one, but I, I, I don't know if I push back on it that much, to be honest with you. James Fisher-Harris. And credit to Buzz. I know he cops a lot of shit and everyone wants to give it to him and bag him for everything he does, but good on him for having James Fisher-Harris in, in this. He's one of the premier front rowers in our game. I've noticed Josh Papali's name hasn't been mentioned yet, so I assume these two are in the top 10, and I really do back this one in. Um, and I think it's good that he appreciates how well guys do in their position. Obviously, you could fill this with halves, fullbacks, hookers. Uh, to have a couple of front rowers in here, I really like it. P 
personally, I probably would have had James Fisher-Harris a little bit lower, uh, but he's definitely a top-caliber player. What he does week in, week out, it sort of goes unnoticed. Number six, Latrell Mitchell. I think we started to see the very best of Latrell last year just as he got injured against the Paramount Eagles. You saw what he was able to do. Um, in the trial against the Dragons. He's an absolute freak. He's going to ease his way into fullback. He's going to be a star. Personally, I'll, I would use him a little bit differently. I've said a few times, I would have him. I would name him at fullback, but I would use him as a fullback in the red zone. Uh, coming out of their own end, I would probably move someone else back there and put Latrell at center. But I think we've got to remember on the big stages, which are grand finals, he's played in two and he's been unbelievable in both. He's set up, you know, the match-winning player against the Raiders when he linked up with... Uh, Luke Keery down the short side. A brilliant flick where he caught the ball on his right hip, managed to get it over to his left side and, and flick it out of his left hand to send Daniel Tupu away to put James Tedesco over f- to win that grand final. The year before, he came up against Will Chambers, absolutely terrorised him. Yes, he's had a couple of low moments in origin and whatnot, but no doubt Latrell Mitchell is a top-caliber player in our game, and I don't think we've seen the best out of him just yet. Number five, Jack Whiten. Another one I've said before, egg all over my face. I didn't think he'd make it as a 5'8". Uh, he's now got a Dalian medal. He's got a Clive Churchill medal. Still hunting for that premiership. But Jack has just... His rise has been incredible. I think he has been helped by the rule changes. They've definitely suited a Jack White and a running ball player. Uh, but what he's done over the last few years has been incredible. Hard to push back on this one. Number four, Josh Papali. Uh, I like this. Josh Papali, I think he's the best front row in the game by a country mile right now. Um, and I, I love the way that he gets up for big games. The amount of important tries he's scored as a front row, which isn't the be-all and end-all, but the fact that he manages to go above and beyond what is expected of him in the big moments says a lot about this guy to me. I love this pick by Buzz. You don't normally see front rowers at the top of these lists, but Josh Papali, he is the best in his position by a long way. I think he well deserves this spot. Number three, wow, James Tedesco, okay. So we've got Teddy at number three. Look, if you, you could have had this guy anywhere at one, two, or three. I thought he would have been in the top two. Um, probably the way that the Roosters finished the season last year, you didn't see the very best out of him. He was then injured in game three. So it's normally these big stages that Teddy really owns. I mean, we saw in Origin last year, we've seen him in the last two grand finals. Then this year, the Roosters went out in straight sets. Uh, he was taken out of the game in game three. So... Normally, you see James Tedesco deliver on the big stages. He wasn't able to do it this year, so I think that's got a lot to do with him dropping down to third. Number two, Cameron Munster. Wow, does that mean Nathan Cleary's number one? That's interesting. Okay, Munster. This is a guy I spoke about all last year that something special was coming. He's got more time than anyone in rugby league, so when he has the ball, it's like everything freezes around him. You saw that amazing try he set up for Edric Colley in origin last year. Cherry Evans got the ball and threw it to him down the short side on last tackle. Nothing on. He was standing still, and he produces two kicks, or three kicks in 30 seconds that were just pinpoint. He has just got something else, Munster. Time, it is by far and away the most dangerous asset in rugby league, and Cameron Munster, he has got more of it than anyone else. I probably would have had him at number one, to be honest with you, uh, but Cameron Munster definitely deserves his spot up here. Number one, Nathan Cleary. Very interesting. Now, I've said a number of times, Nathan Cleary, his season last year was incredible. uh, But on the big stages, he didn't deliver. Grand final day, he didn't deliver. Uh, State of origin, he didn't deliver. Uh, Buzz's comment here. Took the Panthers to the grand final as Dallium halfback of the year and has the temperament to take them one step further. Equal most try assists, most 40-20s, and forced the most dropouts in 2020. 
Look, I think this one will be one that we look back at in hindsight. If the Penrith Panthers do go on to win the premiership this year, I think Nathan Cleary will be the best player in our game. Uh, But until he delivers on those big stages, I couldn't possibly have him number one over Cameron Munster and over James Tedesco, who have delivered on the big stages time and time again. Um, Yeah, this is a really interesting pick here by Buzz. Look, there is another option to go through the readers' top 50, so that's your guys. I'm going to have that on tomorrow morning for us to have a look at, or tomorrow at some point. I'll go through all of those, and it gives you an underrated, overrated, or agree column that you guys voted for, the readers. So I'll go through each of those 50 players tomorrow. I'll probably do that in one whack. I think that'll be a really good listen for you guys. I'll talk to you then.